we will do some dedication. Hey, <laughs> dedication. Hard work plus patience. All right, all right, all right, all right. My go. name is Kima. Hey. Y'all drop a Bima. Hey. Therapy is a safe space. Space for us both to grow. Mm. There's nothing that empowers me more with our community than just being who I am. Yeah. What's up? I hope you don't mind that I'm laid out like this. Girl, enjoy your life. Amen. I thought you just go put your, put your foot up. I was, but I was like, I didn't want, you know, them to think that we weren't real therapists. <laughs> foot in the face. Is What's real? Huh? Foot in the face. Hmm. Real disrespectful. <laughs> well, welcome back, real you guys. Funny. Yeah, I think one of the things we talked about, too, when we started the show is we, we just wanted to be ourselves yep. and, and, and comfortable. And, and I think it even relates to therapy. It's not that deep. Nope. Hopefully y'all caught that episode. Yep. Um, it's not that deep. So part two of healthy relationships, all things wellness. Um, before we start, oh, if I may have your liberty, what's one interesting fact about you that you want the viewers to know? I have a lisp. And when I was younger, I used to say two space because I couldn't say toothpaste. Well, two, two. It's a lot for me to say. A lot of words with S's and T, yeah. I thought you was gonna say it was a lot for me to say two faced. Probably that too. (laughs) Who knows, bro? I probably went through that phase too and just. But um, honestly, (laughs) (laughs) oh my god! The only thing that made me get better with it was getting me like this is. I'm not condoning bullying at all. It was was all trauma. Trauma made me get better with it because I was tired of people making fun of me. For mm. saying it so i was like i would literally consciously change the way but sometimes you'll like some people watch and be like girl you talk with your tongue like, like <laughs> that's right that's what makes you you girl that's right makes you got <laughs> anything huh i guess an interesting fact is that i like to fish most people don't know that um i think it was in episode whatever three or four where i talked about taking my little sister fishing so y'all might have caught it then but mm-hmm. Um, I like to fish. I think that's an interesting fact because you can't just see that. Mm-mm. You can't pick that out. Like, yeah. I feel like I don't know if I hang around you, but I just know you're a baller. Like, I could pick that up. But a fisher? Nah. Okay, fisherman. <laughs> yeah, you don't really, like, make men out of fish or whatever the Bible says. But anyway. <laughs> two fish, three fish, five loaves. What was it? What Don't they say, like, <laughs> one fish, two fish? Oh, that's not oh, the red fish, fish blue fish. Uh, cat in the hat. And for me, this is what I go through all the time. I'm sorry. Go ahead. One interesting fact is I used to have locks. We would have been lucky, guys. Should I grow them back? Please. Okay. Grow them back. Huh. I don't know if this is a healthy dynamic. You tell me what I should do. But you you can set the boundary. I said what I said. Ooh, see, (laughs) that's why we got to talk about relationships. Because what just happened? Because you asked. Uh huh. Then she said. And then I got what? And then you became the victim. Okay. Going back to part two. I was innocent. Of healthy relationships. <laughs> and this is, guys, how, exactly how relationships start to dissolve. Yes. Mm-hmm. That was perfect. <laughs> and that was not intentional. I'm letting y'all know that right now. No, that was <laughs> That's funny. Um, so in part one, we kind of talked about what, what a relationship is. Mm-hmm. Some aspects of what healthy relationships are and what unhealthy relationships might be. And we wanted to just kind of... Um, 
continue the conversation mm-hmm. talk a little bit about uh it more deeply yeah. and also bring in some maybe therapeutic or clinical terms yeah so we alluded to a couple terms that i think may be helpful for us to start off talking about mm-hmm. one term is boundaries yep which is a big term. Um, anybody want to kind of jump and talk about what does that mean in a relationship? Listen, Nedra Tawab. Girl, <laughs> I appreciate you because I thought I had boundaries. Read her book, ruined my whole life. <laughs> in the best way possible, but still like shattered my perception mm-hmm. because I thought I was like, setting boundaries and I was like confident and I was like people just don't know how to handle my boundaries and everything else I was an asshole okay that's one two I was making statements I wasn't even setting nothing and three (laughs) I wasn't upholding my own boundaries Ooh. but yet I want everybody to give me the world that I am trying to put out there mighty Mm. mighty yeah so boundaries are very 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 important in relationships Understanding your rigid boundaries, understanding the gray area, understanding the ones where you just keep knocking your cone over and wonder why everybody yeah. keep crossing your boundaries. Like that is very important. Okay. Yeah. What's, what are boundaries? If, if I was your client and I was mm-hmm. sitting on your couch and I'm like, I'm here, everybody talking about this boundary word. What is that? I would say boundaries are a, a strong declaration. Um, one that helps you feel protected, mm-hmm. um, one that helps you feel at peace. Um, I think that there could be boundaries to create or prevent feelings. Yep. Um, but ultimately it's almost like a, a guard, like a, a safety net, something that says, Hey, on the other side, there's some lions, tigers, and bears yep. that are roaring, ready to bite you. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. you're going to let them, you're going to put a cage yep. in front and and keep them away or are you going to let them come over and mm-hmm. do the damage so i think it's a a, a strong declaration it's a, a safety net it's a a guard a rail whatever synonymous mm-hmm. word you guys want to use but mm-hmm. ultimately a protection yeah um in order for relationships to be healthy do we have to have boundaries yeah. do y'all think so absolutely yeah i think that's where we get into the victim and the villain mm-hmm you know, in our first episode, we talked about um, being a victim and how some of the things that we experienced, they did this or they never gave or they didn't um, help me the way that I helped them. And that's on you. Right. Right. I always say, too, that if we expect people to show love how we love, then it takes away their individuality. Right. If Shara gave how I gave, if Kima gave how I gave, if anyone loved how I love, then how does it make them them? Right. So I think that's another thing, too, is just being open minded to how people friend, how people love, how family families, how like it's important to let people be their individual self and if your need isn't getting met then you speak up and to love those people in that space yeah you don't have to hate those people because they can't give you what you want love them in that space and also just to piggyback on like you can't expect people to love how you love we typically try to love people in our love language and that's not their love language Mm -hmm. and then we get mad when they don't recognize it but that's not their love language yeah 
right? So if your love language is caregiving and acts of service and caretaking, yep. and my love language is buying gifts, mm -hmm. I bought you a gift. Why are you mad? Mm -hmm. But you're like, oh, well, you didn't come and just spend time with me or, you know, I was sick. You didn't check on me, that type of stuff. That's what you're looking for. I bought you soup. Mm -hmm. Right. But that can be construed in two different ways. And that's where a lot of misinterpretations happen. So it's understanding that you have to love your friend, partner, family, foe, whatever, in their love language and not yours. Mm -hmm. And also understand that even if they can't give you what they want, what you want, leave them in the space they need to be in. OK. OK. Um one other question about boundaries that I want us to kind of talk about, and then um, there are some other kind of points that I think might be helpful for us to talk about when it comes to healthy relationships. Um, how does someone find a boundary? Um, so we understand that it's important to have to have healthy relationships, mm -hmm. right? And mm -hmm. we understand what a boundary is, right? Like a enforced declaration. Right. It's something that's communicated. Yeah. But... Um, how do you find what that is? Is it trial and error or is it being a victim or feeling like a victim and then realizing like, oh, okay, we got to fix that. Like, mm -hmm. what do y'all think? Because this is a new term. We talking mm -hmm. about boundaries now. I, like, yeah. I don't remember hearing about that when we were kids. I remember reading something um, that says whatever areas you're struggling the most at in life, you need boundaries there. Right. So if you're always stressed at work and you're exhausted and like you're irritated and every job is the same, you need boundaries there. How does that relate to the relationship? Yeah, because you, you never set the boundary of what or the expectation of what you're going in for, right? If you just taking a job to take a job, you can't get mad that they're not giving you everything that you wanted. Did you ask? How did you know that job was for you? You're taking a job just to take a job. And also, sometimes if we're just in that job for a time period to get to a next stepping stone, we need to understand that that's what that job is. Mm -hmm. Stop trying to change something that's going to be the same. Change yourself and how you react to it. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's more so about looking at the areas of your life, which is body work too, when we come into that, right? If you're checking in with your body and you're always stressed when you're around this person, you probably need to set boundaries with being around this person. Okay. So I'm hearing, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, how I'm interpreting it is almost like you don't know until you know? Sometimes, yeah. Would you agree? Yeah. I think... Yeah, you don't know until you know, but I think it really boils down to that body work, paying attention mm -hmm. to what's going on in your system. Mm -hmm. um, as Kima said, if you're constantly stressed about a certain topic, theme, person, mm -hmm. there must be a boundary issue. Um, if you're finding yourself talking about the same thing, I know y'all hear y'all say. Yep. Absolutely. I have friends that say, I know I done talked to you about this already. That boom, that's an indication. Right. That's right there. It's that that's, thing, that's, that's, that's the boom indication. Right that you that's know that. you need a boundary. <laughs> that's good. If you find yourself saying little things like, I talked this I talked about this before, or all I do is this, or I'm always bending over backwards. Mm -hmm. That's ooh, that's one right there. Mm -hmm. Bending over backwards. Mm -hmm. Relationships shouldn't be that hard. Connections shouldn't be that hard. I'm talking about family, friend, or foe. Mm -hmm. If you find yourself bending over backwards, that means that there's no reciprocity, mm -hmm. which means that there has to be an unhealthy dynamic in that connection. Right. And it's fixable. It from is what fixable. I'm saying, from what you yeah, said. Yeah, it's fixable. Yeah. Mm. But just pay attention to your body. Mm -hmm. It's not the end of the world to feel discomfort. I always say, like I said before, 
most of the things that we're feeling are a compass yeah. to a solution. You feeling frustrated, you're feeling annoyed, go back to the source. Right. What's going on? Where? What boundary do I set? Mm -hmm. What boundary am I not setting? What mm -hmm. boundary is being crossed? Where am I not putting my needs first? Mm -hmm. So all of those yeah. negative emotions that we feel, it's a compass. From I'm talking from headaches to anxiety, to yeah. heart racing, mm -hmm. to overthinking. It's a compass that something is irritating my system and it wants help. Yeah, mm. yeah you, you you sound like you're a guru. <laughs> oh, I don't know about all that now. <laughs> so, right, you sound like you're a guru in, in, this, in this healthy relationship. How did you get there? For Ooh. some of our viewers that may be like, that sounds great, but... Uh, I don't got time to be I checking know. in myself. I got right. kids yeah. to uh, raise and money mm -hmm. to make and family to help. Like, mm -hmm. if you don't mind disclosing, like, how how did you? Because I know you personally, so I know you did the work. Y'all don't come for my daughter. She did the work. <laughs> but they don't know that. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think it starts with a thirst, a, a thrive, a desire to want to be well. I can sit here and say, oh, it came from talking with Claudia, who's my therapist, or it came from having powwows with my family or my mom, or it came from talking to Shara Akima. And, may, and while all of those may have been additional help and additional insight and um, additional correction sometimes, I think it comes from having a desire. I have a desire to be my healthiest self. And I think once you open that door and saying, like, you know, for the save the sanctified folks, here I am, Lord, mm -hmm. you know, but it's a little deeper than that, too, because it ain't all spiritual. Right. <laughs> but ultimately, having a desire is how I, how I got here. That's powerful. That's powerful. Um, the other thing I think we alluded to in our first episode, and I wanted to make sure that we circled back and hashed it out, is that, that over overarching term of communication right because um, it's a big it's a big term and of course we know that um in order to have any relationship there has to be a level of um give and take mm -hmm. even communication mm -hmm. speaking listening understanding yes. interpreting reframing mm -hmm. all of that stuff so yeah. um can you give a little insight maybe kima um about the art of communication in healthy relationships knowing that communication can be complicated knowing that there's two different types of community well there's multiple types of communicators but i always the way i describe it to my clients especially like if i'm doing like a couple right there's like very direct communicators right mm -hmm. but then there's a the storybook communicator right so when you read a book they try to paint a picture Right. So when we're anxious and we're overwhelmed and we're coming from that type of place, we'll paint a storybook to someone that just want to know it's raining. They don't want to. <laughs> it's muggy outside. It's humid. The sweat sticking on my. They don't care about that. They don't. They just want to hear it's raining. Moving on. Next chapter. So if we're trying to paint a picture to someone and they're not listening or receiving that because that's not their communication style. We need to understand that sometimes we may say things and a lot of times our person, friend, foe, whoever, won't hear them. 
right? You got to communicate to people the way they communicate to a certain degree or at least have a middle ground with like, I know you communicate this way, but I need to paint this in order for me to get my point across. Give people cues to basically listen to you. Under, sit people down. Yeah. I tell couples, when you're having difficult conversations, stop having it at home because now y'all territorial. Now it's ego, now it's pride, now it's everything because now we're trying to stake a claim. If you go out in public, you're trying to hold your aura. You ain't finna see me outside showing out. <laughs> right? Mm -hmm. So if we're sitting out in public and we're like, all right, there's a couple of things I want to get off my chest. I'm going to say this. You can say yours. Let's figure out how to, because now you're uh, accountability-wise meant to keep this a calm conversation. Mm -hmm. Right? And then we can get more across where you're being heard and understood and vice versa. So I'm yeah. very big on that. One um, activity I do in session with couples is when they've come and most of the times couples come in and that's one of the biggest things they say is like, mm -hmm. we're not communicating. Mm -hmm. uh, when we're bad, we're bad. When we're good, we're good. But when we're bad, we're bad. Is yeah. I think th the reality is like none of us are perfect and it doesn't right. matter how much work, at least for me, that I've done, I can still get triggered, right? right? Like yes. I'm still human. Yes. So like I'm not this like, you know, um, peaceful cloud just in the abyss all the time right. if i'm pushed i may act out of character or i may go back to the old unhealed version of myself right. because it's a journey right. um so one thing that i do is i'll have them sit back to back with their backs towards each other mm -hmm. so that they can't see each other's facial reactions or non-verbal body language to just talk and i'll give each one of them so i'll be like okay trina this is your floor just say what's on your chest and Kima, please, you know, try to refrain from any outward mm -hmm. responses. You know, you can have nonverbal um, responses because they can't see you, but just let her talk. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times what I find is that people feel like they just can't be heard. Mm -hmm. Right. And so I think that at least for me, when it comes to healthy relationships, it's not about perfection right? and being able to know like each and every person that I am in relationship with mm -hmm. may respond differently to the way that I speak mm -hmm. and it's work, right? It's work. <laughs> we have a joke. We're like, we don't need no more friends yeah. because it's a, it's work when you want to yeah. do it healthily, healthily, right? Yeah. It's work. So I think I just wanted to say that like, it's not about being perfect. You're, mm -hmm. you're, you're going to have um, mess ups. You're not going to always get it right. Um, but realizing when whatever this is, is not working, whether it's we keep getting, we keep arguing or we keep circling back around the same thing to me, yeah. that's when we know like communication is off. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You have anything you wanted to add? What was the original question? Yeah. Like communication. What does that look like healthily? Yeah. Um, I think you all hit some great points and I guess I will put a cherry on top is really just saying bringing definition. Yeah. Bringing definition to what's going on. Yeah. Um, I've worked with a lot of couples, and a recent couple that I'm working with um, experienced some infidelity. And a lot of the sessions were centered around like, I don't want to feel, I want to feel safe. I don't, I want to trust him. I want to trust her. And you know, I posed this question. I was like, What if right now you guys can't do that? Right. What if right now you can't trust each other? That's a space. That's okay. So bring in definition to where you are. Like you don't have to That's trust right, right now. Mm -hmm. 
let's not make trusting the goal. Let's just make sitting in that the goal. Mm -hmm. Let's sit in that. So I might be a little distant right now. I might be a little insecure right now. I might be a little frustrated right now because I don't trust you. That's okay. I think the frustration came because they were trying to function outside of a space that they're operating in. Mm -hmm. That's really good. So going back to healthy relationships is not always just being in good spaces. It's right. not about always being Ooh. in good spaces. And, um, and being That's okay uncomfortable. Being uncomfortable. Yes, yeah. it's People uncomfortable. Don't be unco and that comes back to body work, mm -hmm. right? We don't, because we want That's instant good. gratification. It's that yeah. fight, flight, freeze, fawn, whatever. We want, like, it's that abandonment issue. Like, I don't want to mm -hmm. be abandoned. I want that connection, mm -hmm. right? But we don't understand that all of this is a form of our inner child work. Yeah. Inner child work and boundaries, right? Because mm -hmm. here's the kicker going back to being in a space that's uncomfortable, right? right. Let's just say, I'm in a relationship and we're not trusting each other right now and we can't trust each other right now. Mm -hmm. It's okay to say, here is what the next month's going to look like for me. Right. Here's what's the next month's going to look like for you. Right. And let's talk about our non-negotiables. Right. Like we have to eat dinner together. Right. We have to still sleep in the same bed, mm -hmm. but you might not get, get morning texts from me because I'm not in the mood and right. I don't like you right now. Right. You get what I'm saying? And healthy that's people. healthy the gray the gray there's mm -hmm. the gray right because that's healthy because we've communicated again as i said in the beginning a relationship is a mutual connection so long as we have had that conversation that this is what it's going to look like for me this is what it's going to look like for you and here's our non-negotiables mm -hmm. we're functioning in a healthy space because right. i don't have to like you right now right yeah and the goal that's is powerful. to talk about it and to say that not to ghost the person not to ghost People. the person yeah that's powerful People. and mm -hmm. i think that goes back to like we really can't necessarily look externally for what boundaries or healthy relationships is because yes. it mm -hmm. takes two so takes as long right. as both of you all are consenting and agreeable and there's mm -hmm. communication there's boundaries mm -hmm. there's understanding then it is healthy it doesn't have to be perfect right. exactly. and i think a lot of us think that healthy is just perfectionist like unrealistic yeah. right it's unrealistic because we're not perfection doesn't exist and it's and it's honestly not even perfection it's our unrelenting standards we have these standards and shoulds and should nots that we put on people and we put on ourselves, but we can't meet it and we're expecting someone else to meet it, mm -hmm. right? I remember my therapist was like, if you get the dream man that you want, right? You think you can handle him? You think you're in a space to yeah, feel that's and the question right there. and be in a, a space to receive that love? And I was like, bitch, I don't know. <laughs> Why are you asking me? Probably like, not. Like, uh, I don't I know. I can't answer like, it right now. Because right? she was like, that's why we are what we attract. We attract a certain set of persons, oh, people, geez. because we are not in a space to get what we want. We're not healed enough to get what we want. We're not aware enough to get what we want. Because I can say this, even in dating, when I yeah. have guys that... I'm dating and they're giving me everything I ask for. I'm like, damn, bro, like, why are you texting me all the time? <laughs> why are you trying to see me twice a week? Like, what's up? And then I'm like, you know, you going back to thoughts and stuff. Like, when I talk with, like, Trina or anybody, they were like, bitch, didn't you want somebody to text you all the time? And, like, communicate, communicate with you and, like, see you, like, want to see you? And I'm like, oh, shit. I did. <laughs> Toxic. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it's you bad. It, like, it's but it's the trauma, it's though. Real. It's the uncomfortable feeling. It's so uncomfortable. And I think that's where we have to go back to body work again. When people are doing new healthy things with us, our body is still going to be uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Our body is still going to be anxious. Our body is still going to feel some kind of ways and want to flee from that because it's new and we don't know how to deal with it. We're comfortable in toxic. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. We're safe in our toxic. 
safe in our That's house. why I always tell people now, if you like it, I love it. If I don't mm-hmm. tell you three times and you keep doing it, baby, you love it. Yeah. And I like it for you. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, um, oh, my gosh. What's the other thing? Familiarity always equals safety. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right. It doesn't mean that it's healthy, but it's right. it's, 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 it's if it is familiar, mm-hmm. it is safe. Yes. And we do have to break that. Um, one other thing I want us to talk about, and maybe we'll... Maybe we'll have a part three. I don't know. <laughs> it's a uh, projection. I think that's a big thing when it mm-hmm. comes to like uh, healthy relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you guys think about that? What is projection or how does that play out or does it play out in healthy relationships? Oh, it does. Because, again, it's new and we're coming from a place of trauma. Every human being is coming from a place of trauma, whether it's complex, PTSD, whatever. We're coming from a place of trauma. We're coming from inner child issues that haven't been met and dealt with so we will project certain things onto people and when we are triggered that's when we project mm-hmm. yeah i think a, a certain level of vulnerability mm-hmm. is important to know and to sense mm-hmm. in order to understand if you're projecting or not mm-hmm. um you have to first know what's going on inside of you so going back to the work that i do with the inner child um I have to know when little Trina is triggered. Right. Because when little Trina is triggered, she's going to say, well, you just doing this because this is what you did. Mm-hmm. I asked the people if that's what they was doing. <laughs> I don't say, well, what was that about? I didn't hear from you last night. I'm telling you why I didn't hear from you right. last night. Yep. So I'm projecting <laughs> my own fears, my own insecurities, my mm-hmm. own fear of abandonment. Like yeah. you did this because I'm sure you wanted to abandon me. Right. So I think projection takes insight. And then with that insight, it takes vulnerability. You have to be okay with saying, you know what? I overreacted. Mm-hmm. I over I overthought that. Or that was me. Right. But you can't sense it without knowing what's going on in the inside of you. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And with that, I think reflection is important, too, yes. to be in a healthy relationship. And reflection, yeah. yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, because I think vulnerability is so uncomfortable. Many of us don't do it well. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's going to be, yeah. you know, give yourself grace. Yeah. Be patient yeah. with yourself. You know, if you need someone to lock, walk alongside you, I feel mm-hmm. like getting a therapist is one of the greatest things you can do to practice being vulnerable. Yeah, That's right. one of the safest spaces emotionally that you can have yeah. is the space with a therapist mm-hmm. and sit in reflection. And it's not to be, woe is me, you're this bad person, but mm-hmm. to just beca- become more uh, insightful right. to yourself. And to me, and maybe I'm biased because I'm also a therapist and I have a therapist, but I think I am my best self Yes, because of the work that I've done through that journey. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know any other work like it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can say I'm my best self today. Now, tomorrow might be different, but today I'm my best self because I like to take things day by day because, again, I'm human. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to leave room for error. But I think ref- self-reflection is very important because... If you know you, you know that your vulnerability is a strength and not a weakness. Yeah. Right? Like that Eminem song, like I am whatever you say I am. I love that song because like what can you tell me about me that I don't either tell myself Mm -hmm. or haven't heard, haven't experienced? You can't tell me about my life. Come on. You can't. You can't. You can't call me any name I haven't called myself. I am my my worst critic. Mm -hmm. Right? And we typically are. So... Why make that a weakness? Like, oh, someone knowing about you means that they have a one-up on you. You don't got a one-up on me. I already know me. 
that's why I'm always quick to tell people I ain't shit. <laughs> so if you're quick to be like, you, you, wow. you, for real, I ain't shit. Okay, cool, bet. Like I messed up. Let me apologize because then that comes from a place of peace. I'm being open with you. I'm letting you know I'm flawed and I'm willing to accept accountability and everything else. But also, what's up about you though? <laughs> Right. Yes, Beyonce say I'm number one. Huh. Right. I'm the, I'm the only, only one. one. Right. I'm one of one. <laughs> right. <laughs> Come on now. So you have to self-reflect and to know, am I coming from a codependent space? Because there's a diff there's different types of codependent. I think there's like 18 types, right? Caretaking, Ooh. controlling, um, angry, all of that. There's a whole bunch list of codependency symptoms. So are you coming from a codependent space? And that's why you're unable to reflect and that's why your relationships look all the same. Or at the same time too, are you coming from a space of what, if, what is your core belief? With trauma work, we always ask, what's your belief? Because if I think that I'm not good enough, again, that new car, that Jeep with the, the rims, I'ma look for everyone to show me I'm not good enough. That mm -hmm. one time you show me I'm not good enough, I ain't fucking with you. Mm -hmm. That's a yeah. great point. And I think to kind of summarize everything and going back to Shara's point about like, how do you get into healthy relationships? How do I work on me so that I can maintain healthy relationships? Outside of therapy, I think it's having friends that can hold you accountable, right? Because right. the most therapy you'll get is 50 minutes once a week. Mm -hmm. And if you're in crisis, maybe 50 minutes twice a week. Mm -hmm. But it's these dynamics. Right. Those dynamics that you have outside of the couch mm -hmm. that really are teachers, that are refiners, and that mold you and shape you into being healthy people or not, right? Mm -hmm. But I think having, not being the biggest fish in the pond. Right, that's that's Not powerful. being the biggest fish in the pond. When I notice I'm in my pond and I'm the big fish, it's time to find other fish because right. I don't. I want a fish to look up to. I want a fish that's going to keep me in line. That's right. going to tell me, "Hey, swim up shore because it's come something coming or whatever the case may be." Like right. I don't want to be the biggest fish in the pond. And mm -hmm. I think as long as you stay in a posture where you're open to having people that may have a little bit more knowledge than you mm -hmm. or may know you better than you know yourself and you trust that what they see in you is what they see in you. Right. So having that accountability is important. And making sure the communication yeah. with that accountability is important too because it's how you give people that accountability. Because yeah. if somebody's already low and you're like, Girl, you know, you should have left him a long time ago. Really? I ain't never talking to your ass. Because <laughs> clearly I know that. Because clearly I know that. And now you're shaming me, right? So it's being aware of how you're giving that communication to people when they're in that vulnerable space. Like, yeah. we don't got to be tough and, like, get it together and whatever, whatever, all the time. Like, we don't have to be that with people. Meet people where they're at and give them the comfort but accountability so that way they don't close themselves off to you. Because I know some people that... I, were really, I was really close to and I would tell them everything, but because of how I made, they were my safe space, but then they violated my safety and gave it to other people. So now I'm not close to them in that dynamic anymore, mm. you know? But also too, when I was in that low space, how they tried to give me that accountability was shaming. And I shame myself every day. So now you're reinforcing my trauma and now I don't want to be around you because I'm not safe. Yeah. So we got to think about that, too. Absolutely. Well, I want to just stop and say thank you both for uh, this healthy relationship that we have with each other. Mm -hmm. um, and as we live it, we give it. Mm -hmm. And.
follow us on Instagram at Natural Ease, E A Y Z E. And we will see you next episode. Bye, y'all.